0: You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Daniel's going to start off this hour in Knoxville. Hi, Daniel. How are you? Hi, Dave. Hi, Ken. Thanks for taking my call. I'm doing well. Great. How can we help? Um, So I have a baby step four question for y'all. So in order to maintain that 25% ratio across fund categories in Mm -hmm. my IRA, Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like I'm only ever... Sinking money into the international fund, the basis in that fund is, is much higher than the others, and it's growing, right? So every time I deposit money, it's always into that international fund because it's formed not as well as the rest. Is that still the correct way to invest, or am I interpreting y'all's advice incorrectly? Way to go. You're really paying attention. The international category of the four categories sucks. I mean, it's bad. <laughs> it's ugly. And so you notice yeah, that. I, That's I a good thing. Good and what you're trying yeah. to do is rebalance your portfolio with your monthly contributions. That's right. I would, not, I, I I would like not do that. I'm, not do I'm that fine company. if a category's sucking if it gets a little bit out of balance because I'm going to end up with less in a sucky category. Okay. Until it comes roaring back, and then when it comes roaring back. I got so pissed off about this international category underperforming because I've given the same information, the same – and I personally invest that way. My personal 401K is like we're talking about. It's 25% into each category, period. And I I don't go back and rebalance. Some people go back and rebalance every year or two. If you want to, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. But you're not going to usually see a huge change on – uh your results if you do now what i did do daniel just as a side note uh because you noticed something that a lot of people haven't really brought up is that that i i considered maybe we need to change our advice because that category is so bad maybe we just need to go third 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 and drop the international because for it's (laughs) like a 20 year run of suck i mean it's it's bad and so what i did though i went back with my elp or my smart pro and i had him run a whole bunch of scenarios and i told him what i was thinking about i said not only am i thinking about changing mine i'm thinking about changing because i'm not going to change mine and not tell y'all okay i think the market's moved i think this international category is bad i was ready to go there and we ran the scenarios out 14 different ways and they found all kinds of anomalies and all kinds of things in the marketplace because I always look back 30, 40 years. I don't look back just three years or even 15 years, right? I want to look back. I want to see how this market moves, how it reacts. And they said, okay, over 40 years, here's what it would look like if you had the international in your mix at 25% going in, no rebalancing. Um, Back to your original question. And here's what it would look like if you didn't have the international. And even though the international sucked, it has offset the other times that the domestic market has turned down. It's shot up because it runs inverse of the other markets usually uh, enough times that I actually end up with more money with the sucky category in there, which is weird. So I left, wow, it, yeah. I, I left it in my portfolio, and I did not change my recommendations after running out actual hypotheticals, they're called in that world, and running it out that way. But, yeah, you, you, I would not recommend to do what you're doing. Uh, it's not the end of the world if you do, but I think you're working too hard to get a lame horse to run, and so uh, throwing that extra money on that international. So I just put 25% on everything, and if you want to rebalance or move some around a little bit, every if it gets way out of whack, that'd be fine. But uh, I think over a long period of time, the thing will probably pretty naturally rebalance or get close to it. Uh, long period being 20, 30 years, not two years. So that that that's the thing. I have never done what you're doing. I've always done 25% each, period, a fourth each. I've not done it, not rebalanced with the contribution rate in order to get it to catch up. Um, if you do that, you're probably going to be okay. But I think you'll make more money the way I'm talking about than the way you're doing it. Just an, I think mathematically that's the way it's going to work if if, if when you say to him okay, if you do that it's, it's fine. I don't think you're going to win and you explain why but if someone was going to do that, what would that allocation look like instead of 25 Well what he's doing is worked. he's putting, More than 25 percent into the international because it's dipping to try to gas to try to catch it, try to have it catch up, get the balance to catch up because he's trying to get his balances to be 25 percent each. So it just depends on how long you've been doing it and how far in the hole that account is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could put 90 percent into the international and for it to catch up if you had to, you know. Got it. But I again, I'm not going that route. Exactly. Um, uh, I'm just going to keep plugging along here. Here's the interesting thing. The fact that you're looking at this and you're paying attention and you're using good critical thinking skills and you're constantly investing and you're constantly investing and you're constantly investing, that's what we found in all the data that causes people to win more than the technicalities. The technicalities don't end up mattering as much as paying attention and continuing. Paying attention and continuing. That's what we found with all the data on the millionaires.